folks, welcome back to another exciting episode of A Walk Through God's Word, uh, where we journey through from uh, the book of Genesis through the book of Revelation, um, one chapter at a time. Uh, I'm Lucas, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, David. Howdy. And uh, yeah, we thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Um, for those that are uh, tuning in, uh, we... Uh, appreciate the the listens and the and the views so uh make sure to check us out on youtube um where you can actually watch the podcast um uh youtube and spotify are exclusively uh video um if you're tuning in through apple Podcasts, you're only going to get uh the audio so um that's one perk for our youtube followers uh so this week uh We're in the book of Genesis uh, like we have been. Uh, we are in chapter 15, and uh, and I'll go ahead and get us started here. Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer Eliezer of Damascus. I'm assuming it's Eleazar. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. Do you have anything to add uh, thus far? I thought it was interesting that I, I'm reading along in the King James and that when he says, I am thy shield, um, that the King James says, and and thy exceeding great reward, kind of pointing <clears throat> not where, where that the, where the version you read said that thy reward shall be great, but it, the King James kind of make, you know points toward God is is the reward. Yeah. And a great, an exceeding great reward. Um, and I'm not sure. I've got to look at, you know, look at the, uh, do some research to see which one maybe is, uh, is closer to what it actually says. And yeah. There may be some room for interpretation, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of times, sometimes things would be different. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, <clears throat> I'll continue here. Uh, I believe I'm in verse five. And he brought him outside and said, look toward heaven and the number and number the stars. If you are able to number them, then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. And he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, and a uh, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he brought him all these, cut them in half, and laid each half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in half. And when birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. 
Do you have anything to add so far? Uh, not a lot. I mean, obviously, Abraham was Abram at this point was very, uh, very upset that he didn't have yeah an heir. Yeah. Very, very important for him to pass on his um lineage mm -hmm. and yeah um i guess to pat you know he basically that everything everything that he that he owned was going to go to a just a a yeah. steward in his house just a, a servant and uh it's interesting you want but you know to pass on probably not only the not just not just his inheritance of the goods but to also pass on his um his ministry or you know or, or mm. his toward toward the lord you know really his um his you know belief you know i guess i guess you could say his beliefs in a way but mm -hmm. in his um following of the lord you know yeah. and yeah. everything the lord the lord you know promises them all these things but he says you know you promised me all this stuff but Everything's going to go to some servant right. in my house. So yeah. what, what good is it? Yeah, I honestly, I, I also, I think it's it's kind of neat how we see that God, you know, tells him what to bring and how specific he is. You know, like a a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. You know, it's just it's 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 neat to see how specific God is with, you know, what he's wanting, what is he expecting from Abram at this point. Yeah, a lot of threes. It's a very, yeah, very interesting. The mm -hmm. three years, three years old. I guess that maybe that's considered fully developed. Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Um, typically, what I've heard is a lot of times, like in the animal kingdom, the first couple of years is like their juvenile mm -hmm. side, you know. So yeah, I would say that that's probably yeah, like cats and dogs. Usually about two years, they're mm -hmm. they're pretty much fully grown, but. Yeah. But that other, but three years, a larger animal sometimes take a little longer. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it took three years. Like even, even though they might be fully grown as far as, far as like height, that last year is probably where that they would like fill out and mm -hmm. like really mm -hmm. finish their, yeah. their development. That's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I guess that makes sense then why that they would be three years old because they're not uh, juvenile mm -hmm. yeah. animals and and turtle dove and a young pigeon yeah without without doing research i think it'd be hard to know why you know like the i'm sure i'm sure there's a, the like a, a, a there's a significance to yeah. everything i know we, we 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 generally associate like a like a dove with like peace, peace. yeah and and the holy spirit you know is seen like as a dove descending so there's definitely the the dove has some significance although a, a young pigeon i don't um, I don't know that I recall anything specific about pigeons <laughs> other than they tend to. I, I know that they <laughs> like to hang around bridges. <laughs> I know that. So. And you never see baby pigeons. And why is that? I don't know. Where do they raise their young? Probably underneath the bridge. Probably in a tree. You probably don't see a lot of baby birds because normally they're in a, they're in a nest. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I'm going to continue with verse 12 here. Uh, as the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. And behold, dreadful 
And behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs, and will be servants, uh, and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. As for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried in a good old age, and they shall come back here in the fourth generation for the iniquity of the Amorites. Uh, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I read this before we, uh, in preparation for this, and um. Where that it says that the the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full, and mm -hmm. and the fourth gener you know mentioned the fourth generation they shall hit, come hither again. I'm guessing he's talking about after the the time in Egypt. Although four four generations to me doesn't it seems like uh, like like not many generations for 400 years. Well, yeah. It's... But I guess it depends on how you how you divide mm -hmm. up a generation. Yeah, it depends. I guess. And, uh, but anyways, in the fourth generations to come again, so that it's almost like God, God didn't want them to con conquer the land of these people until their iniquity was full. Like, it's like that, um, that God, you know, that God, God gives them mm -hmm. time to turn turn away from evil but then at some point um the the time of mercy is cut off and mm -hmm. then god says okay you're gonna go to conquer you know come back to the land that i've told you conquer conquer the people because they 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 were given an opportunity yeah so maybe the maybe the 400 they, years might have been just like the the cutoff point you know yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, those, that, that struck me though, 400 years and four generations. And I guess if you counted like that, somebody born one, somebody born might live, you know, almost a hundred, maybe live a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. That they would be dead. So by after, after a hundred years, everybody who was alive at the beginning of that period would now be gone and you'd have a completely new set of people. That's true. So yeah. I don't know if it's looking at that way, but when I think of generations, I always think of like this person and then their, their child. Yeah. And normally, you know, they're born maybe like somewhere between 20 to 40 years apart. I was, I used to think of generation as somewhere around 40 years. Yeah. But that would typically. only, that would only be 200 or, you know, 160 or 200 years if you counted his generation and then four generations yeah. after. Yeah. But anyway, that was just my my thinking as I as I read it. I, I was trying to understand exactly. Yeah, it is hard to kind of figure mean. out, um, you know, like what they mean by uh, generations, um, the fourth generation at this point, because, you know, our generations nowadays, like you said, are typically between you know twenty and forty years mm -hmm. uh, apart from each other, and and so um, <clears throat> back then, you know, they were living so much longer 
their ages were so much longer. Uh, it, it, they lived a long time than, than what we do now. Um, and so, um, you know, it's hard to know um, in in the book of Genesis when they talk about generations how how far how far that is you know compared to how we are now. Yeah. So I'll continue with verse seventeen here. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying to your offspring i give this land from the river of egypt to the great river the river euphrates uh if you'll remember that was one of the four rivers uh mentioned uh earlier in the book of genesis you know that flowed out of um um the garden of eden uh the land of the kenites the uh kenizzites the Kadmonites, Kadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. And that concludes uh, Genesis chapter 15. Yeah, it seems those are the people that are, that are currently in the land mm -hmm. promised to Abraham. And we see the, the Amorites mentioned here again that their, their iniquity was not quite full. And right. So I take it is that God God's promising Abraham this this land, but He says, you know what, you're gonna be you're gonna be in Egypt and a, a foreign land for four for your people's gonna be in a foreign land for 400 years. I have promised you this land, right, right. But it's not until after those 400 years that you're really gonna possess it. Yeah, yeah. And he's you know because he's saying these people living here, their their iniquity's not yet full, but when it is. Then, um, those your people will be the tool that will replace, you know, ungodly people with mm -hmm. with, a, with a land of godly people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, here at the end, I, I got I was confused the first time I read this at the end because it just ended with a bunch of names, and yeah. then I just I was like, oh, I assume that must be the people li living in the land we just yeah. outlined here. There was an interesting. Um, deal I've seen where that if you look at the dimensions in Revelation for the temple that it gives and then you were to like overlay that and then it would almost fit like exactly in these dimensions of the land you know where the bound by you know the, the river Euphrates and mm -hmm. and all of that and if you take that area that the that the temple of God you know it says that it'll um I think, believe in Revelation, somewhere it says it is it is it'll descend, be you know, back to the earth, and that'll be like a in in the in like the New Jerusalem, and yeah, and it kind of fits in that area that was promised to Abraham, and it was it's kind of an interesting deal that that land, you know, it holds it'll hold it holds significance still today in a way because it is you know it's still significant even in the book of revelation mm -hmm. things that that, mm -hmm. that you know I don't, that we don't see that seem to have come to pass yet uh still will happen there yeah yeah and 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 it, it's it's kind of neat like you said because um yeah in the in the book of revelation you know there's lots of um references to the book of genesis and um 
you know, things that, that haven't been seen yet. And obviously we'll get to those uh, eventually. One of these days when we get to the book of Revelation, it's a long ways between now and then. But uh, um, yeah, that's, you know, this thing, the thing is, this chapter is a very short chapter, you know, 20, 21, uh, 21 verses long. And, uh, you know, if you're just reading this chapter, there's not, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on, but there really is because it, it's kind of setting, uh, the tone for, uh, what's to come with Abram. You know, he's, he's basically told that his son is going to be, uh, his heir. And even though he's childless, God basically tells him that he's going to have mm-hmm. have kids, you know, in his old age. Obviously, yeah. at this point, we know that Abram is uh, is old in age. Um, we don't know exactly how old he is, but um, seeing that they lived a long time, we're probably thinking pretty old. Two, yeah, two very very important promises given, both of an heir. In the land, that, in the land, yeah, land that is still contested to this day, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, uh, it is, uh, yeah, very, very short, but there, there's some very important, um, things that are set up mm-hmm. here, very, very important. And obviously, yes. we're going to be getting here, here soon, uh, when, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like, uh, it looks like uh, the two chapters from now is when we'll be uh, getting to uh, when he's his name is changed to Abraham, um, and and obviously Sarah Sarai's name is changed to Sarah, so all that will uh, take place here within the next couple of chapters. But that's that's pretty much it for this chapter. Um, do you have anything to add before we uh, close out this episode? No, I think that pretty much gone through everything pretty that, much covered, that it. covered everything that came, yeah. came to my mind. Yeah. I do. I want to add one thing uh, real quick before we end this episode. Um, I really think it's neat that, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, 15 chapters into the book of Genesis now. And of course, if you go back to uh, the first one, one and two chapters, um, I think it was probably the first chapter uh, where God, you know, where where it says it names the rivers that flow out of the Garden of Eden, and uh, <clears throat> one of them being the Euphrates River. I, I think it's neat how we see that mentioned um, throughout the Bible in, in different books. You know, they talk about that 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 same river, and obviously nowadays that river still exists and it's still it still is uh, an existing river, which is, um, you know, a real big uh, keynote that uh, that the Bible is truth, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's neat yeah. that we see the, the rivers. It's true, and then they, they actually, there's been several times that they found things that line up exactly with the Bible, like the, um, yeah, I believe they, they found a rock that was split. Were they talking about the split rock that Moses split? There's that, but there's also I think there's a there's like a stone like commemorating like the Red Sea. Yeah. The crossing yeah. that they found. They Yeah, King Solomon raised that. For for yeah. years and years and years they they said about that like in the New Testament it says the it says that, that when Jesus was being crucified, it talks about the pavement. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for years that, you know, people would say, oh, that's not a real place, you know, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then yeah. they uncover, they, they uncover this area and written on there says the pavement over, over in that area. Oh, really? And, and so there's, a, there's these things that, that, you know, that they find and it's like, it, 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 it exactly lines up and even, even things where nobody else thought it was a real thing. And then finally they, they find something and they're like, yeah. oh, so the, the Bible, you know, was historically accurate when that everybody else thought that, you know, well, later on that that and, wasn't a thing, you know, but, you know, it is one of, it's, it's the best selling book out there. It, you know, it still stands as the the number one best selling book in the world right now, which is awesome. And, um, you know, it, it's 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 insane how accurate it is because this is is God breathed, you know, and uh, and so for it to uh, to say what it says and to to see all the prophecies throughout the Bible that relate to Jesus. Um, I can't remember how many prophecies. Um, I saw a video recently about it, talking about how many prophecies um, that were in the Bible that I, I have actually come true. Mm-hmm. And it was like over 100. I want to say like over 200 yeah, prophecies. It, it, it's amazing when you look at probabilities, too. Yeah. That the probability, if you take the probability of one prophecy coming true. Mm-hmm. And then if you have two come true, the probability of two gets less is, and less is as exponentially yeah. greater yeah. or is less likely than, than, than right. one. So, cause, uh, cause like for, for instance, if I, if I made a list of 10 things that I said were going to happen mm-hmm. in the future, yeah. uh, if I got one thing right, and then that they were all specific, like, yeah. like, you know, um, specific enough not not general like you know it's going to be cold or something mm-hmm. but it's specific things that happen and if i made a list of 10 and you thought okay so if one of those things came true you know that's mm-hmm. that's something but yeah you know and then if two you're like well that's you know that maybe is a coincidence you know and then mm-hmm. three definitely you know something's like going on here going on because every, yeah. every every time another one lines up the the chances of that happening were exponentially lower yeah, for sure so like it's sure. it's not just like it, it it's to such a degree that as you every time you add one the chances of those you know the chances of two things happening is like um how could i put that like the chance you know every time if you if you have it like every time so like you know you take like half of a nah, that's not a good way to put it anyways yeah the but the 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 way the math works out the probability becomes so small that it's impossible for it to mm-hmm. just be coincidence yeah it is and and i've seen i've seen a lot of videos that relate that relate to the bible and um and stories uh you know that we'll eventually get into uh, um in the book of Exodus, you know, when we get into Moses's life, uh, obviously the parting of the Red Sea, you know, you mentioned King Solomon raised a, a uh, had as a stone pillar uh, that they, uh, that they have found over the last few years. Um, 
and it basically says that this is to commemorate the the, the crossing of the Red Sea. And uh, this guy, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he basically says that the Red Sea is very deep, very, very deep, um, <clears throat> thousands of feet deep. And um, and he says that there is the, the area where this pillar is standing. Mm-hmm. Um, underneath the water, there's a land bridge. It's about 900 feet deep. And it's got a, a very slow, gradual decline and a mm-hmm. gradual incline on the mm-hmm. other side. Um, and so that that tells you that the, the that the water was about 900 feet into the air, parted on either side where where the Israelites walked across yeah. the Red Sea. And obviously, in that area too, they found chariots at the bottom of the Red Sea in that area that that they found this this uh, land bridge and they also have found uh like horse skeletons down there at the bottom of this of, of the red sea there yeah which which you know which is exactly what you would expect to find right right and so uh to find all this evidence and to hear people talk down about the how th- the bible is not accurate and that it's just a fairy tale mm-hmm. um that it's not that it's not true. You get you ha- you have all these people talking bad about the Bible and trying to disprove it. Well, they can't. They can't. They can only go so far um, before they run out of reasons to uh, try to disprove uh, the accuracy yeah. of the Bible. Well, and then people will try to say things like, "Well, when they when they crossed over, that was only a few feet deep or something mm-hmm. like that." Yeah. But then. Yeah. How did how did the entire Egyptian army drown in it? And then you never hear anybody talk about it. Only yeah. people you hear talk about it are believers. The, the only way you would have, you know, chariots and a bunch of horse skeletons at the bottom of a a river like that, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, you're who's gonna try to cross a river that size? No, I mean you would get when the waters you, you know get to that first of all. Moses and the Israelites, they probably knew the Red the Red Sea, and they probably knew how deep it was. They probably got to the Red Sea, and they probably thought, okay, this isn't going to happen. This is mm-hmm. – something's got to happen here. God, you need to do something. And obviously, you know, we know what the story is, and we'll get into it eventually. Um, but uh, one one of the things I wanted to talk about and go back to is, is Noah and the ark. You know, we already went over that story, but the ark is something that has been found today in, in, in uh, some mountain. I want to say in Turkey somewhere, but they have found the remains of the ark and, and it's underneath the ground and there are actually wooden beams. And so it's, it's evident that that is, the resting place of where the ark was was you know and how do you get a boat on top yeah, of the how do you get a it's gigantic a, boat you know, thousands of years ago yeah it's just it's and, unreal uh, yeah and even like the horse skeletons like you think about it like if you tried to say well maybe some horse maybe they just tried to cross the river you know when it was yeah when it was ro- low tide or when it, was, when, it, when it was running or whatever yeah Still, I don't think you'd get you wouldn't really get horse skeletons preserved. No, no, not without you no. know, generally for something to be preserved, it has to be rapidly buried. Yeah, and you really only have yeah. rapid burial when mm-hmm. water's moving mm-hmm. pretty fast. Yeah, so yeah. 
it, it's you know entering like like if you like if like if a, if if you were crossing a creek like in the you know like the, like the Oregon Trail or we we were just watching the House in the Prairie oh, and they, yeah. they try to cross the the, yeah. the, the 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 creek and almost don't make it you yeah. know and yeah um if 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 you were crossing even a small body of water like that and you didn't make it mm-hmm. you'd end up downstream miles for sure yeah because the river's yeah. moving yeah yeah but to be right there on the bottom means you, you know you were on the bottom and it just came it down just came and, down and the force that 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 came down had to they probably didn't even drown they probably just got crushed yeah the, uh, yeah water water especially if you're 900 feet underwater you, you the, the water pressure alone mm-hmm. you pro- yeah. probably kill you yeah even if you tried to even if you tried to swim up you would it would you know blow your your drum you your, your mm-hmm. the water pressure mm-hmm. you know the the air pressure underneath the water yeah. would, would you, you, would and, your, and, your, you. and your body would kill you yeah you can't just yeah swim yeah. 900 feet yeah up you, you know like divers have to take they have to take breaks yeah and because to, otherwise you get what's that called the bends bends yeah, yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't survive yeah. so um definitely not something you can and you got to take into account these egyptians too they had all this heavy armor on so they weren't able to float to the top. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, even when the water comes down, they're still no, sitting there anchored why, down there. Why do you go swimming with all them chains on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll go ahead and end this episode there. And um, basically what we're saying is that the Bible is truth and that there's a lot of proof in this world that we live in. Uh, saying that it's that it's truth, and so uh, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. And uh, uh, David, you want to close us out in prayer? Sure. Thank you, Lord, for this time together. I uh, hope that you just stoke a desire for in people to learn more about your Word and to dive in and uh, and to gain an understanding that leads them closer to you. I, Thank you for our listeners and for all those that have joined us, that you had blessed them and blessed the show and just help us to be, uh, help us to minister to people in a way that brings glory to you. And um, we, we thank you for it, Lord, that you are our, shield you are exceeding great reward and we hope that you would bless people through this program in jesus name we pray amen amen see you guys